What's good you guys welcome to the first indian farmer podcast this is your host aditya pradap singh on this podcast we invite indian farmers best industry professionals who give us insights about the industry so if you want to expand the boundaries of your mind let's jump into the podcast today we have mrs gauri choudhary with us who is the co-founder of brand in a world and the writer of the perfect pill 10 steps to create a strong healthcare brand Previously she has worked with brands and companies like Abbott, GSK, DRL, Cipla, J&J and many more and she has also handled brands like Augmenten, Cobadex, Cremefin and much more. She has also played a role in OTC advertising of brands like Calcium Sandoz, Pediasure, Digine and much more. And with this introduction I would like to welcome you to the first Indian Pharma podcast ma'am it's great to have you on the show with us. Yeah, same here, Aditya. I'm too well, happy with uh, you know this podcast, and uh, I hope uh, we'll have wonderful conversation ahead. Definitely, ma'am. And I'm also looking forward to a very evaluating conversation here. But before that, ma'am, big congratulations on the book. I heard that it was a hot seller on Amazon, uh, and that's really great, ma'am. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. That's really good, ma'am. And uh, actually, the title of the book has also intrigued me a lot because uh, you know. I'm not very surprised that you have named it the perfect pill and it's such a catchy title in itself. If I have to ask you is there a story behind this title? You know, it's so catchy I just want to ask. Yeah, well, I mean there is no story but um, as you know generally uh, as a coach or uh, even when we were handling brands in the uh, advertising world we generally get those brands which are ailing brands and sometimes we get those brands which are at a stage and they want to really jump and strengthen those brands further so here in my 27 years experience of handling or getting associated with brands um from rx to otc to medical devices or surgical products or even switching from rx to otc we always had brands which needed something more so the the process that i have elaborated in this book is actually kind of a remedy remedy to correct something that's ailing or not right or strengthening something that they that the brand or teams want to strengthen further so this is kind of a remedy and i am very sure that if one follows the 10 exact steps written in the book there is almost a guarantee of creating a very strong brand and in that sense it's a perfect process to follow and therefore uh, the name perfect pill 10 steps to build a strong healthcare brand oh uh, so correct ma'am correct correct, correct. so actually it uh, brings me to my next question which is you know suppose uh, there is a brand manager and hypothetically speaking he happened to have made a mistake which led to a negative brand image so ma'am if you have to suggest a brand manager on how to recover from a negative brand image uh, what then what would it be yeah first and foremost is that understand that mistake from the perspective of customer i and this goes a little more in the context of sales people if anybody uh, brings up out a mistake in your brand our first reaction is to say that no it is not a mistake or no this is not what we intended first and foremost is important to understand the complaint the mistake whatever it is from the customer's perspective and once you understand it accept it only after you accept it you can improve because we live in the world of perception and perception is a reality if your customer thinks this is a mistake then then it is his or her reality 
therefore as a brand manager or as a sales person it's very important to see it from the eyes of the customer accept it and if you can correct it mum like uh, has it happened before like a brand has like risen from the ashes uh, is there an example about it yeah absolutely i mean there are so many examples but one example that really uh, stays with me it is not from pharma industry and of course i can give multi- many of them from pharma industry but one is of cadbury's we all know cadbury's um, is a very strong brand in the market it is the most trusted brand but many years back um, when uh, you know around uh, uh, 15 years back probably this brand really underwent lot of uh, negative publicity the reason was that some of the cadbury packs had worms in it now imagine your child is opening a pack of you know expecting some delicious chocolate inside and what you actually see is a worm and see the kind of trauma a mother would have there was a huge publicity to it and um, everybody uh, i was actually telling that uh, you know nobody should have uh, cadbury and the sale was dropping cadbury as a company first and foremost investigated the problem they realized that there was a worm in certain number of packs and which worked out to be 0.09% of the packs but having said that they accepted the mistake they also realized the mistake did not happen at the factory level it did not happen at the distributor level but it happened at the retailer level particularly um, the panwala shops and those smaller retailers but having said that they didn't say that oh it's not our responsibility we don't bother we don't care they in fact tried and understand that and they said fine if this is the problem we are going to correct it so the company actually spent something like 50 crores uh, into a new machinery which ensured better packaging in fact they went for double packaging but where it really touches uh, the cord was that one day my son i remember came with one small letter which he got at one event children's event and uh, that letter was from uh, bharat puri managing director of the company and the first line of that letter said that we are sorry that it happened and now these are the things or these are the precautions we have taken so that never ever this thing would occur irrespective of the retailer irrespective of the city irrespective of the market but not, not even once your child will get tampered or faulty packaging and therefore a faulty product now that's something is a trust actually within 3 months cadbury sale was back to normal and not only normal it had actually shown growth so this is how actually you accept your mistakes you correct them because in the end even brands are human beings and a customer has a bond with it okay ma'am uh, you just mentioned that uh, brands also are like humans and ma'am coming from that we know that uh, the humans have certain personalities and you know there are multiple personalities that we can attach to brands like you know uh, let's just take calcium sandoz or pediasure for that fact but do you think prescription medicines that exist do they have personalities as well absolutely in fact um, we do a research in which we can actually attach a personality to a brand and that personality can be masculine feminine in fact you won't believe uh, we did very interesting research sometime back and there are certain brands prescription brands can also be linked to film stars so there are some brands which actually doctors will say oh this brand i can associate with salman khan and this brand i can associate with amitabh bachchan and this one uh, probably with ranveer singh 
Okay, uh, so ma'am, if you have to give a personality to a brand, uh, let's just, uh, ma'am, if you can suggest something. Hmm. Uh, Viagra. Perfect. Uh, let's take Viagra for that fact. So, what kind of personality does the brand Viagra depict? Um, there is something called sound symbolism. So, uh, if you take a particular name, that name such itself suggests a personality. In this case, because it has got a strong pronunciation of gr or gra it tends to go more towards the masculine personality but aditya just a word of caution any brand personality needs to be developed or it gets if if nobody intervenes it gets developed on its own and there are around nine tools which can help you build a brand personality so what is the name of the brand what color are you using what tagline are you using what is the design what fonts are you you are using or maybe uh, what mnemonic or the visual the brand has around it all this put together builds a brand's personality hmm uh, yes ma'am i completely agree with you and you know uh, some brands they have actually become so great that they have become a standard product uh, in the name of the customer's mind so for example let's take xerox uh, when we are going to get a photocopy we don't say photocopy we use the word xerox or uh, viagra for that fact or neutrella for that fact uh, so i'm uh, moving from that and i was going uh, i was going through the book and i stopped at a point where you mentioned that healthcare industry has not utilized gender segmentation to its full potential so ma'am uh, can you like elaborate on that yeah um in the first uh, form and foremost i would like to say that our industry doesn't use segmentation to its real potential any kind of segmentation in fact every brand is treated more like a generic and every brand has the same formulation same molecule same target audience the same promotion the same communication and one actually overlooks various um uh, target uh, clusters to whom the brand can be really more, uh, can be made more relevant gender is one of such criteria on which brands can be segmented very easily in fact uh, there is lot of discussion happening across the globe in having equal participation of men and women in clinical trials because at anatomical and physiological level both male and female um, uh, segments are different it has been observed that certain drugs have different kind of effect on uh, 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 males vis-a-vis females for example verapamil and there are so many uh, other examples also verapamil is supposed to be more effective in women now if you are launching a 100th brand in the market why not have a specific communication targeting it at a certain segment and thus differentiating it so that segmentation actually can be a differentiation tool in the hands of the brand manager who is always struggling to push his brand in over dominated branded generic world yeah and interestingly actually um aditya uh, there is another very important thing is the cultural aspects of gender i'll just tell you a story uh, you know i was in uttar pradesh and um, i was sitting with one senior uh, doctor he was a fatherly figure figure and one woman came there she said that uh, doctor i am having lot of uh, itching uh, you know and there, there is burning on my skin and there are skin patches which are like little reddish and uh, they are like erupting so uh, the doctor said okay just look at this picture and he had a small card in his hand he said look at this picture and tell me how does it look so the uh, woman said okay it looks like this she pointed at a particular picture and the doctor actually prescribed her a medicine 
now a company which actually had created this chart got reminded its brand in a way to this doctor because on that chart the brand name was very strongly written and the entire personality of that brand the colors used the kind of tube used was slightly moving on the feminine side now does it not make a brilliant sense that you actually create a brand which goes closer to a certain segment and you also create things considering the pain points of that segment considering the pain points of a woman who actually in a small part of this country is not comfortable uh, being examined physically by male doctor or a male medical uh, professional hence it is important to understand how do you look at your segment what are their pain points and what solutions i can provide across the spectrum of brand building process yeah it actually sounds uh, as a great strategy you know so ma'am coming from that you know uh, brand building in itself is a very exciting process you know you must know that you know it just clicks for only 1% of the brands that are able to click into the minds of the customer so like just take very big brands like crossin for that fact you know if i have to ask you if we take crossin today we have to start marketing today from today so ma'am what steps like happen in the process how does the branding starts okay so the universal truth about any communication that it has to be repeated at certain number of times so that your customer remembers it or even notices it and there is something called rule of 3 it has been said that unless you hear a particular message thrice you probably will not remember it now it's a average rule of the thumb if you know that's why in cultures and even in mythology there's something called trivar satya why three times so the media experts have actually come with a uh, with evidence that unless and until anything is repeated thrice it won't be remembered and that's why if you see on tv certain ads keep coming at certain frequency so frequency is very important so there are two important factors in any media strategy is reach and frequency so if you have launched crossin today and we assume it is a normal communication then it should be minimum be it should minimum reach to your customers thrice before they take a notice of it and then whatever time would it take to reach out to 100% of your customers would be your time to build a brand now having said that there are some clutter breaking communications advertising or ideas which are unique differentiated and extremely relevant to your customers get caught very fast by the customers for example see all the fevicol ads or you see the vodafone zuzu ads they were different and such clutter breaking communication takes much lesser time correct ma'am so coming from that a major player in the game of branding and marketing is actually the brand name and the brand logo so ma'am can you explain how we can leverage these things properly uh, so that we can like register our brand into the minds of our customer yeah um, as i said some time back there is something called sound symbolism what does it mean that every sound whether you know that language or not has a meaning if you would have observed if you go to your friend's house who probably speaks language at home which is different from yours you may not understand each and every detail of their conversation um, in the house but you will surely know roughly you will know what the conversation is more or less saying so our mind is a very notorious mind our mind likes to give meaning to everything it hears 
and that's where the entire branch of sound symbolism has come into the play and in today's scenario when doctors are getting busy reps are not getting time all that they have is just you know a line to say sometimes would it not be better that you use right words you give right cues you give right triggers and that's where the brand names become important um the mm. second i think you asked about logo logos yeah um if you remember um, uh, you know there, there there are two brands in erectile dysfunction category one is viagra another is cialis now when actually my, uh, we were working on cialis many years back um, through uh, during my advertising days and our global office was very clear when the brand was to be launched that would it really make sense that you have viagra which is almost like a dictionary name and now you are launching another brand and that time brand name was not decided and you are actually launching another brand um which is trying to displace something which is so strong in the market and how do you do that when we started looking and i wouldn't say we i was a very very small part of a large global tree team but when one looked at it one realized that the cls which was ultimately called cls has a longer duration of action and uh, when uh the company started talking to the customers or other patients they realized that viagra is targeted at male audience but entire erectile dysfunction or ed as a dysfunction affects the couples and they decided that actually the longer duration of cialis should target the couples and should not be just very very male or masculine brand and they created softer phoneme based name cialis where sir le are very considered to be soft they created a logo with green and yellow shades and they actually created entire campaign which was almost targeted at the couple so those cialis has to be administered by the male counterpart but the entire treatment to the brand was from a couple's perspective so this is how you use logos this is how you use brand names actually to put your point across to customers and help them decode brand message much more faster yeah so ma'am uh, coming from that uh, currently we are living in an era where it's difficult for our reps to reach the doctor uh, so considering that it's difficult for our reps to reach the doctor it's also difficult for our message also message to reach the doctor so ma'am if i have to ask you what's your take on creating a brand in this kind of situation when our message is not uh, properly delivered to our customer Aditya, basically, um, I have little bit of a take on the brand image. I rather believe in the brand itself. Creating a brand image is somewhere gives a feeling that there is something to image that is not to the brand. So, in reality, of course, a brand image is an important part in building a brand. But I would rather focus on how can a brand reach to customers. And when, in particular, in COVID situation, if you see, I don't know if you all have access to data. but if you see that the brands which are very very strong brands in the market which were uh, around 40 crores brand uh, worth brands have done really well irrespective of covid situation and the brands which were small maybe around 7 uh, 8 crores or maybe around 15 crores are the brands which are really struggling now why does it happen it happens mainly because a strong brand has a strong equity and you don't have to keep reminding that brand again and again because that brand is there in the minds of the doctors so very fundamental rule of a strong brand that it has a strong equity and therefore it also has strong brand loyalty so ma'am uh, coming from that actually uh, 
the book actually mentions 10 steps to build a strong care, strong healthcare brand so ma'am if i have to ask you like which step is the most challenging out of all those what would it be i think uh, customer insight uh, mining is the most difficult thing actually in a way it's not as difficult at times as we uh, think it is but it's just that in today's world nobody is actually listening to other person and insighting is actually all about listening and listening not only what the person is saying but also what that person is not saying what is it that patient is saying and what is it he or she not saying either because there is stigma attached or the person cannot articulate or there are some other reasons but this entire listening and then arriving at the right insight is the key to building brands and these insights need not only come from patients or doctors is insights are there all across healthcare ecosystem so talking to every stakeholder is extremely important when it comes to building a brand okay so insight mining so so if if we have to talk about insights can you elaborate on what exactly an insight is yeah um insight is a little difficult word to understand and uh, by definition it means there is piece of information that which is true absolutely honest and obvious only at the hindsight but has an ability to change customer's behavior from the current behavior to the desired behavior or strengthen behavior from the current behavior to the desired behavior now this is little complicated definition but let me tell you a story what do i really mean by this piece of information we all behave in a particular manner because our mind believes that this is the situation uh if i tell you the story uh, which actually explains inside the story goes something like this that there was a garden and beautiful garden full of greenery where senior citizens always sat and they read uh, or listened to the music and that was their time and place to actually relax one afternoon in that garden some four or five children barged in along with one adult man and they just changed the entire scenario by 180 degree they start jumping howling fighting uh, throwing stones at each other imagine what would happen to all the senior citizens who have come there to relax so one lady who just can't tolerate this nonsense any more decides to just get up and slap one of the kids and saying that why don't can't you simply sit in a place i mean this is not the way you behave but then she feels that this is not the right way actual culprit is the father of these children who is sitting in a corner not saying even a single word so she just goes in his direction and she says are you their father and the man says yes ma'am and the woman says that look how your children are behaving do you even have slightest idea of how to raise your children and the man explains that i have just buried their mother i have really no idea how to raise these children how to bring them up and then what happens this old lady actually goes and hugs these children why did it happen it happened because a small piece of information that these children had just lost their mother and the man who is sitting in a corner is absolutely in grief and clueless about the situation this woman when hugs the children has actually changed her behavior by 180 degree and in the world of healthcare we are actually in the process of changing behaviors because lot of diseases have to change uh, have are because of the lifestyle related behaviors they have to change for person to feel better get better and how do you do that what is that piece of information that you would give 
either to patient or to a doctor or to a nurse or to anybody who is taking care is the real um, task for a brand to get built and you have to then work around the product or a service or image or your branding around it so that the behavioral changes happen correct ma'am correct correct, correct. Uh, actually it now brings me to the conclusion of the podcast it was a really insightful session ma'am it was great to have you on the podcast with us i believe our listeners must have noted down some very valuable points from this conversation it was great to have you on the show ma'am thank you so much thank you so much thanks thanks a lot